You know how Mommy and Daddy said not to judge a book by its cover? That's exactly what we do on this show. We do not read these books. Candace and Jess are professionals. Please do not try this at home. You know, the podcast that burps together stays together. Apparently. It does. I love that. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so hard. And then there's that key change. Like that? Yeah. Was there words in that song? It was just... I think it's just a careless whisper, Jess. It's just... It's just saxophone. And I'm pretty sure the whole thing was recorded on top of a building in a city. Mm-hmm. And the guy had jeans on. He didn't have a shirt. And he wore a leather jacket and he had long hair. And he played to the sky. Bleeding gum style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hi, guys. Uh, it's the Candace and Jess Judge a Book by Its Cover podcast. Candace and Jess Judge a Book by Its Cover podcast? That's a, that's a new way of saying that's a, it. That's the new, that's the new, that's the new that's way. The new style. 2019 is, this is how the flavor we're bringing to um, the house. To the house. Yeah. Yeah, it's no longer a basement. It is now a house, and this is the f- mood we're bringing. We've moved um, up to the ground floor. Yeah, and I'm still Candace. So I... Hi. I'm still Jess. Yeah, and uh, you found us here on the only podcast in the whole internetster that is a Candace and a Jess judging a book by its cover. Not reading the books, but judging them and telling you what they're really about. Telling you everything. Every nook and cranny. Yeah. And also some other stuff. Yeah. I don't but- think we've judged the book nook and cranny yet, but when we do. Whoa, that's going to be a day. Yeah. You're going to get in there with your little... You know, your nook spoon. Yeah. And and your little, your cranny, cranny knife. Your cranny knife. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen my nook spoon and my cranny knife? <laughs> I, I put them down somewhere. Now I just can't, I can't quite figure out where I've put them. Yeah. It's Possibly a, it's a in a nook life. or cranny. I'm searching everywhere. I've been, yeah. It's always the last place you look. Yeah. Yeah. Because you stop looking after that. You know, it's funny. Uh, mm. When I was a kid, my parents would always say that to me, and I didn't get it until I was well into my 20s. Right. Because like, it, I didn't in fact, underst- is the last place you look. Yeah, I just never thought about it. And never thought about it. It was like, oh, of course, it's going to be the last place I look. You know what? Where's I think that, that nobody thinks about be? that, though. Well, it wasn't until I actually like broke down, like I thought about the sentence, and then I was like, well, yeah, I'm going to, why would I keep looking for the thing if I find it? That never clicked yeah. in for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Sayings. That's beautiful. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you noticed, Jess, but I brought this weird little box with me into the basement today. Is it? Is it Boggle? It isn't Boggle. Can I, I um, okay. think that would be riveting content, but it oh, is not yeah. Boggle. Yeah. Especially, we'll, we'll shake it into the microphone. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. You meant Boggle, but this I can I can shake, too. Yeah. This is a uh, tiny little blue box. I was going to keep guessing, but yes, oh. tell me more about the tiny blue box. Um, On this tiny blue box, it says, Tabletop Lucky Dip Jokes. Roll up, roll up. 
Has there been other lucky dips? What was that? Uh, do you ever had that candy? That's fun dip. That was fun dip. And you're lucky to dip a fun dip. It's a it's a beautiful thing. Have you ever have you ever gone back and like tried candy from when you were a kid? <laughs> like gone back as an adult? Yes, Jess, I have. I'm still a huge fan of Laffy Taffy, which mm-hmm. not sponsored <laughs> yet. <laughs> um, I love Laffy Taffy, and actually, I guess there are jokes in Laffy Taffy as well that I think are about the caliber of the bo- the jokes that might be in this in this box. Um, but I love Laffy Taffy, and I still do love Fun Dip. Mm-hmm. And a Pez is a, a Pez is a Pez. A Pez is a Pez. It's a real good time. Um, I'm pretty confident these jokes are terrible, but I just thought they'd help with our content. Just to just because it's 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 today, it's Thursday. Never did get it the hang of Thursdays. But never yeah. did get the hang of Thursday. Well, I'm going to dip in. Do you know what, Candice? You, if you want to, you can do a double dip. Ooh, or I might do a triple dip. You should do a triple dip. I can okay. do that. I'm, 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 I'm willing to stand, withstand the gauntlet. Is this going to be a you asking me the question and seeing if I can get the joke? Yes. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you or I'm going to tell you a joke. And I'm going to, I guess, wait. I do want you to guess, but okay. usually when you tell someone a joke, they do try to guess. I don't know. Anyway. But usually jokes are like kind of a question. I guess so, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. What do you call a fish with no eyes? Blind? <laughs> <laughs> or uh, A sad little fish. No. Um... <laughs> a fish? no eyes right (laughs) oh oh because what yeah no it's terrible (laughs) so it's basically how what do you call a fish with no eyes um i actually have a major issue with this joke because the question is written like eyes e-y-e-s and then it just says a-f-s-h on the bottom on the back and it's like well eyes is not the same oh so okay That was the first one that uh... or no no i yeah <laughs> i don't okay okay well you know let's thank you that one's that's hard right you know it's 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 opening night jitters it's the first one yeah. <laughs> let's let's okay we'll try we'll try this box another was one nervous yeah okay. it's, it's doing good good job blue box let's see what else you got for me becoming a vegetarian dot 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 is uh, happening more and more these days and here <laughs> let me tell you why and it's completely your choice and it's your choice and is that's totally cool um eating meat or not eating meat making those choices uh for yourself that's it's a it's amazing how much they've crammed onto that little blue piece of paper oh wow you can actually unfold it there candace that's amazing yeah. and there's more and it's going into sort of it's kind of looking like a manifesto i'm yeah. <laughs> Not sure if I can guess all of that, but uh, <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I'm willing to try, unless you want to stop me and just you want to read the answer. Okay. Okay. I'll do that. Okay. Um, becoming a vegetarian, ellipses, is a huge missed steak. Oh. <laughs> okay, one more. Yeah. Here it is. The moment we've all been waiting for. Let's have a moment of silence for the third and final question. Or maybe even the death of this bit. Hopefully not, though. 
I tried. I tried to hide my soap addiction from my family. But I um, can't stop eating all of the Dove bars in the bathroom because <laughs> they're delicious. I all imagine right. it has something to do with being clean. Yeah. Or I tried to hide my soap addiction from my family, but I've decided to come clean. Oh, there ah! we go. I've been freebasing ivory. Oh, my gosh. You guys, just full disclosure here. Um, Jess and I read a joke off of our recording, and a conversation about Corey Hart ensued. And that was much richer there was... than the three that we have just read and... for you, which makes me feel like you were really left out about that. That's true. Well, you know what? I almost remember one of those, and I really like. I realized it was that one, but there was also that other one, okay. which was what was the the one about the bird... Right. It's uh, what bird is always out of breath. Yeah. What bird is always out of breath. And of course, and I'm pretty sure you'll agree with me here, audience, listening to us talk. The answer to that can only be a eagle with asthma. Yes. Yeah. And uh, they deserve to fly free and breathe. Yeah. As the regal yeah. eagle. As the regal eagle that they are. Mm-hmm. Majestic, um, soaring through the sky. Wearing a white cap. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, eagles have it hard, you know. I hear that they're always sore. Mm, it's, well... It's, How painful is that, Jess? It's... I mean, that's not how that word is. Yeah, it is. Well, People are like, I saw an eagle today, and he was sure soaring. Soaring. No, not... soaring. He was on the... Yeah. Soaring. Yeah. Oh, maybe that that's his name. It didn't come out of the box, but it sounds like it did. <laughs> okay. Well, the box bit. Did you love it? Did you hate it? You know, actually, it really reminds me of, I didn't think of this um, until we started doing it, but Norm MacDonald on his show, he reads really bad jokes um, with his guests, and I, I absolutely adore it. And I guess maybe I want to bring that uh, same flavor to our show. Because I, I do love me a good bad joke. I just accidentally did it. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, shout out to Norm. Uh, I know you're listening. Of and course. Thank you. <laughs> we're really, we're really thankful for, for all your, your support. For your patience and inspiration. Yeah. And uh, that was a fun dip. That was a fun dip for jokes. Mm-hmm. Dipping, dotting. Skipping and scotting. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's kick this podcast into high gear. Why not? Yep. Yeah. Why not? Why not give them what they came for? Give the people what they want. And that is a delicious roast beef sandwich. <laughs> Unless, of course, you don't want roast beef. In which case, I could do... Let's see. I could make, like, something... If you don't want meat, maybe we could, like, let's let's nix the roast beef out of there. And okay. let's do something maybe, like, we'll do, like, a roasted pepper... Okay. Yeah, and maybe some like grilled zucchini because we got that yeah. grill. We just installed that, mm-hmm. you know, in our new new getup here, yeah. which is going to be the Candace and Jess Judge Book by its cover and audio sandwich delivery system. Mm-hmm. And we're taking orders uh-huh. right now. No, yeah. we're not. That's not what it is. Unfortunately, because, hey, I brought. You know, everyone hey, loves a sandwich. Hey, I brought a book today. <laughs> Thank 
I don't I know. know where we were going to go from there. Yeah, I didn't have an exit strategy, but I do no. have a book. Okay. Um, I found this one in one of those lovable street libraries. Those just seem to be our favorite these days. Yeah. Can you tell that we <laughs> were broke? <laughs> yeah. The Sometimes the best books are the ones that are free books. Well, Jess and I really would love to bring you um, brand new books, and we will do that. There's going to be a time where we're actually going out to buy brand new releases to ju- to judge. But until then, we have this really, you know, apple tree of delights, which is the street library. And uh, I think we're going to use it, aren't we, partner? Yes, we are. Yeah. So I got a book, and I immediately, I, I kind of fell in love with it. Fell in love with this story, however. And I picked it up. I was walking by, uh, by one that's on the way to my grocery store. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a quick peek and see if they have something. Do they got anything choice? Something ripe? Something fresh? Something new? I need, I need, a, I need to have a taste. Right. Okay. That's, and that's how I, that's how I approach street libraries, and that's how I talk to them. So they, <laughs> so they know what I'm all about and what's going to happen coming up next. So we're all on the same page. Well, you have to ask for consent. You of course, of course. Consent yeah. is important and sexy. Mm-hmm. Remember that. You and heard ev- it here. Everyone that's listening. Yep. So I got All this book. All four of you. I grabbed it out. I took a look at the cover. Bam, look at that cover. And you at home oh! look along <laughs> um, on the cover This is going to be a wonderful post, by the way, Jess. You've oh. really created quite the beautiful post for me on Instagram mm-hmm. on Thursday. This is going to be great. Uh, so yeah, um, and what we're looking, if you are looking along in the Instagram post at home, you are going to look at, and you're going to see a black cover and it's all black. Um, so that's it what was I dark. saw. It was really dark. It was dark. Well, no, I was in the daytime book finding. Oh. So I flipped the book over, which I don't like to do because I feel like that's not, that's not, that's, that's not what we do here. It's not what I, especially, I'm a stickler for my rules. So I flipped it over and on the back cover is also black. Oh. Yeah, I'm batting a thousand with this book. Like, also, we're batting a thousand with our rules because I did post a picture of the back of the Princess Bride. That's true. Uh, last week. But, you know, we make up rules as we go because that's fun. Yeah. These are, they're, they're more like guidelines. Right. Yeah. Which sometimes we're very strict about. And other times Strangely. we're not. Yeah. So, I mean, I looked at the back. I looked at the front. And I'm like, okay, so this is literally a blank canvas for me. A blank Candace? Wow. What? Candace 2, the book. No, it's <laughs> not that at all. Um, so I did the next logical thing. And before you ask answer, ask anybody, I didn't open the book. So I'm not going to resort to that. That I yeah, won't no, do that. I'll just find another low. book. Yeah. So I looked at the spine of the book. Mm. And that, oh God, it was a good spine. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So black book. They decided gold writing all down nice. that spine of the book. Mm-hmm. Nice and smooth. Pops out. It's shiny. Makes you think about money or riches. Oh. Yeah. This book. I just envisioned that like skull from the rescuers down under when they like find the big diamond in a skull. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But No, that's okay. That's, when I think treasure, I think that skull with the diamond in it. I don't remember all of that movie. I remember the song of the the guy who was like the antagonist. And his lizard. Lizard. Yeah, he, he did a version of Home on the Range that was not so pleasant <laughs> um, to, to animals and stuff. So, um, anyways, the name of this book is, uh, is called The Man Who Ate the World 
all. Yeah, which is great. I think it's actually could it be that because we've got it's so black, this is actually written from inside his stomach. Oh, and then that they took sense. they took oh, pictures, the and, and this is actually there. what it looks like inside somebody's stomach. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and so then there's only two other bits of information on the spine. So it's the man who ate the world. And then it says up at the top, it says Jay Rayner. Down, down at the bottom, it says Henry Holt. What? And then who is it then? I don't know. It could be either one. Um, That's so weird. So looking at them, I and without doing any other research, because I'm not going to do that. Uh, Henry Holt, above yes. it, there is like a cool little like symbol. And I really like... Oh, th- it's written by Prince. I really like to think that Henry Holt, he was like, you know what? I'm just not going to put my name on things. I'm also going to put this cool symbol. Right. So this is a book. I, I'm hoping that it's by Henry Holt, but it's published by Jay Rayner. Who could well, be his... it is your judgment, Jess, <laughs> so you can pick whatever you want. Who could be his like best friend from like high school. Okay. Or what about his bully? Maybe it's a really bad book. We don't know. We don't know. It's uh, maybe down the road. I'll read it. But you know what? Immediately when I saw the name of this book, when I finally like got went through the stages, flipped it, flipped it, flipped it, found the information that tells me what's going on in this book. Immediately, what I thought about was, okay, it's the man who ate the world. Yep. Can't fool a fat man. Where... Did this guy get the world? Mm. And do you know where he got the world? Someone. He had to buy the world. So that means someone had to sell the world. Ooh, and I'm pretty sure yes. if we can, we, we're on the same page and the same sort of segue here. Uh, I think it was David Bowie. Yeah. Um, yeah, David David Bowie, the man who sold the world, which I don't know if you're on the same page as me is because I tried to I tried to do my little bit of research for this book was yes. I wanted to listen to the man who sold the world. I was like, OK, well, I'll listen to the man who sold the world by David Bowie. Yep, David um, Robert Jones, which happy um, birthday, by the way, David. Yeah, he was just he just had his birthday on the January 8th beautiful yeah um yeah so i listened to that song and realized that i'd never heard the david bowie version oh and that wasn't the one that i had stuck in my head that's crazy yeah so uh i ended up listening to like 30 seconds of that one and realizing that i just wanted to hear the nirvana unplugged in new york version beautiful album so i I get it i cranked that one on and then, uh, yeah, that was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is, okay, this is, thank you, Kurt Cobain speaking for David Bowie. Yes, that is what I wanted to hear. Yeah, I love cover tunes. I absolutely love covers. That's actually something I should ask all of you listening. Please send me your favorite cover songs. Instagram's open for you at any time. I want to hear about them. So, Candace. Yes. I have a very big question for you about mm-hmm. this book. If you were to eat the world, where would you start? Like, if you're just like, I'm going to just just take a big old bite of the planet. Oh. 
of the world. It just takes some time. <laughs> um, frick. I'd start in Antarctica. Okay. So start yeah. with like the chili, the ch- like chili, well, chili like cold, but yeah. not like the chili chili. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely start there. Another fun fact. I just put Man Who Sold the World into the Google machine and the f- I believe the it's called thing th- I believe it's called the Googleizer. The Googleizer yes. and the first thing that comes up is the man that sold the world song by Nirvana. Yeah. That's pretty <laughs> pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. So I guess you are not alone in that, Jess. Um the David Bowie version is definitely my favorite, but the Nirvana mm. version maybe has taken over the entire Unplugged planet. in New York. I mean yeah. that's that's where I heard about it. Yeah, that's where yeah. I heard from. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so I'll start in Antarctica. Sorry to okay. uh, derail there. but That's okay. I think I would get that over with first because I do think that if I was a human being with my normal the way that I am now, which I assume that I would be, um, it'd be cold and hard hard to chew through. So okay. And like jungle area and stuff like that, really tough. Um, I imagine that that's kind of like terrible tasting. The, the jungle would be more like, okay, that's where the salad is. Yeah, actually, the jungle might be the most enjoyable part. Yeah, or, it's all going to be gross, though, man. I mean, it really depends. I I imagine that you'd need a pretty refined palate or an interesting palate to. Wasn't eat. there like a man who ate an entire airplane? Yeah, it was or something it, like that. Was it that he ate it, or did he just like pass it? <sighs> like, God damn. I don't actually know. I didn't uh, prepare my research on that, uh, but it definitely tickled my brain. And I was like, I think there's someone we could talk to about this. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, wasn't there also, there was a guy that he ate a bus. I think it's the same guy. I don't really know if there's like too many guys out there who are. Eating, eating vehicles. Yeah. Like I think a vehicle eater might be kind of a strange breed and there might be like one really good one, but that, you know, moving on because that gives me something to look up yeah. to And I mean, I'm, I imagine you wouldn't really eat a plane all in one sitting. No, I think the idea would be to like break it down and like eat it slowly and just say like, I ate a plane and I shat a plane. So would you just and like... I can't complain. <laughs> would it be one of those things? Because if you're eating a plane or a bus and you did do that where you're like eating it in small pieces, would that mean that you would eat it, you'd pass like a piece of it and then you would dig that piece out and put it in a pile next to the, where the plane is? Yeah, I think the idea would probably be to take it out and then rebuild the plane. Like Just, a shit puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. Like a shit puzzle. Which, yeah. there there, there we go. That's Beautiful. That's Sorry, Dad. Sorry again, Dad. But thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, moving right along. Moving right along. Yeah, I think that that's really what the core of this book is all about. Not a shit puzzle. Um, no. uh, uh, to, 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 to bring that up again quickly and then move away from it even faster. I think that it is, yeah, it's just that story about a guy eating the world. He's just chomp, chomp, chomp. He gets one of those, he like tucks in his bib and he starts just, just having a little nibble here, have a little nibble there, gets out his knife and fork and just nom, nom, nom. Goes yeah, at it with know- both hands. That really reminds me of the woman who ate a fly. Okay. That, that... was there was an old lady. Yeah. Yeah. Did, um did they Oh, say... she swallowed a fly. Yeah. That's what she did. Yeah. It wasn't it did, might not even even been like a intentional consuming of a fly. 
Right. Yeah. Which we talked about in the bedroom secrets episode because Did if we? you're using a fly Yeah, because if you're using a fly as garnish, um then See, I'm saying did we, because I remember we had some trouble recording that episode. Right, so and who knows what we, actually made it. Did we did put we? it in the final cut? Or did we talk know. about it and be like, okay, that's a bit we unfortunately get to lose. Aww. That was damn. That doesn't happen very often. We usually hold on to everything because, you know, so much content. Yeah, Well, I mean, more so the fact that editing is... Just so... opened her throat and swallowed a goat. Is that... You're reading it right now, aren't you? The wriggled and jiggled and wiggled inside her. She I'm... swallowed the spider to catch the fly. There was an old lady who swallowed a cow. <laughs> yeah, and then and then she kept going. And um, she ended up eating the universe, right? Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. And then, uh, you know, DB was like, over her body. Oh, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, but I hadn't sold it yet. Come on, lady. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you got to produce that so i can sell it to this mm-hmm. guy who's going to write this book about yeah eating it he's gonna eat the world he wants where would to you get start jess uh <sighs> dialing it right back to the question you asked me where yeah. would you start if, if you were gonna i eat was the world? if i was gonna start to eat the world for no if i was gonna eat the world i would i think what i would like to do because i'm imagining myself being big enough to kind of like it would be a meal oh yeah I, so i would kind of I didn't picture that at all that changes my answer. But. I think what I would do is I would just have like a little sampling of like okay. a bit here, 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 a spoonful of the sea, oh. a few seas. Because I'm like, okay, well, sort of, and then sort of get sort of an idea of where all the flavors are going to be coming from. Mm-hmm. And then I would start mixing and matching and sort of going to town on <laughs> different towns. Yeah, going different to town towns, on different towns. Different cities. Yeah. I think honestly I wouldn't eat the world. Like I guess the question is is like if you were going to where would you start? But I don't think like if I owned it there's no way I would be taking bites. That's true. Um, but that's just, you know, that's just my thought on it. Okay, well I mean, but what else would you do if you owned the world? If you bought the world off of David Bowie? Yeah. What would you I'd keep it safe. Keep it safe. That, that's what I do in my life is I, you know, people, I, I accumulate little things that need to be kept safe. And I think that's what I would do with the earth. As long as I was alive, it would be in utero. Mm-hmm. I think safe, I would. warm. See, that's the thing is that I, because I, I kind of imagine that if I was to buy the world, I'm also giant. Okay. Yeah. So you're not of the world. So I'm kind of, I'm there. But because I've now bought the world, I can now be like, well, now I'm a giant person. You're kind of like Lucy, right? Like in our episode with the Great Gatsby, where it's like this being that becomes the night sky. Like you're not, you know the world, but you might not be of it, which would probably change your opinion on whether you should eat it or not. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I would. But like once you ate it, it's gone. I would ask for stuff. Oh, okay. But I wouldn't be a jerk and eat the world. No, no, I, I couldn't see you doing that. No, that's a great, you know, Snickers thing. Like you're always a jerk until you. Mm-hmm. Eat and then the you have a, planet. and then you have a Snickers bar, and then you're like, well, I'm going to shrink down and be a regular person again. Right. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. If I owned the world, I would just be, I'd be cool with it. You know, be a nice I guy. learned. 
I thought that I knew a thing or two about David Bowie. Like, I'm a huge fan. Hunky Dory is definitely my favorite album, which I think a lot of people would agree with. Um, I think a lot of people grew up with his music, and he might have been the first kind of eye into a true artist. He's such a, a beautiful spirit through and through. Yeah. Um, all the way to the very end and still continuing now. Um, but... Where was I even going with that? I just started thinking about David Bowie. Oh, I was saying, I thought I knew a thing or two, but I listened to a podcast um, the other day that was done by uh, the last podcast on the left. It was so cool. It was like David Bowie and the occult. Okay. And, oh my gosh, the research put into that, like, you know, my heart was just soaring listening to this. And um, peppers and milk. Peppers. That's what David Bowie liked to eat. I think it was a full two-year uh, stint that Marcus said that he had eaten uh, peppers and milk, and I had never heard of anything like that. Okay. Just like like red peppers? Well, I And just, together? I think together. I think together. I'll have to do a little bit more. I'll give Marcus a call <laughs> and see <laughs> yeah, what's just, going on with that. Just go ahead and just give him a ring. Yeah. Just a little ringle-dingle. And... But it's just so crazy, especially with pop culture things like you think, you know, something. But the thing is, is, you know, yourself and you know how important it is to you. You don't so much know um, everything, all the ins and out of the artist, especially when you were listening pre-internet days mm-hmm. where we were honestly just like, I heard this song and then you like do everything you can to hear it again. Kind yeah. Of. Yeah. I miss those days where it's like you, you hear a song. And then you would spend your rest of your week, you would plan as much as possible to attempt to apprehend that song if it was on the radio. Yes, and then you'd hit that record on your tape deck and you'd get that song. Or, what I mean, what I used to do is you'd hit record, but then you'd hit pause. Yeah. Yeah, and then you would wait and you would just listen to the radio. And then when that song came on, you unpaused it and then you get that song. And then you had it on cassette. I actually remember doing that for that Outcast song, The Whole World. Very good song. And the, yeah, no, it, yeah. I remember the first time I heard it and it just like, it just, and like that seems pretty new to me. When I think about that, I'm like, holy crap. But I remember being a kid and waiting for that song um, to come on so I could record it for myself because, yeah. Right. I actually was thinking about that today and how much that actually I think improved my enjoyment of music like i love having everything at my fingertips now and i definitely use that all the time like my records don't get played very often i'm always on spotify i'm searching for music listening to different radio stations online but it was really cool as a kid when something sparked you like the poppy family or something just got you and you honestly had to like do research to get there which i think improved my knowledge of music but at the same time like I think having your fingers so av- everything so available to you can't be a bad thing, but it was really cool being a kid and having to kind of, you know, re- resource out your music. Yeah, yeah, having like no, just to find that stuff on the radio, mm-hmm. or listen to that one song or that one track or you know that one radio station that played all those dope songs. CKUA. <laughs> uh, mine. Growing up was, I liked listening to, it was 107.7 The End. And this is when me and my brother learned that we could get um, FM radio. Because it's like, that was the thing. Growing up, we had AM radio all the time. And we couldn't get anything else. So when we finally figured out that if you took the, like, coaxial cable out of the back of a TV. Mm -hmm. 
and you could take it and you could strip it down so you just had that center wire and you took that center wire and you wrapped it around the antenna on your little like tape deck you could get fm wow yeah i just heard everyone that's under 20 snoring <laughs> yeah everyone uh, no maybe even under 25 like i don't know i feel like i'm really the last of that and um that was a, that was a beautiful conversation jess but mm -hmm. i think we need to get back to this book because that's... it is so very important um you look like you have questions for me about I do. this book candace you see me with my hands like we're together right now mm -hmm. um, but i am talking to my microphone as if it's like the top of jess's head where i'm like that huge thing that's yeah. about to eat the world and i'm like Give yeah me the answer yeah but what i want to know is when hello you think michael this book... stipe or the microphone was it michael stipe was who was the guy from rem that's michael stripe yeah. okay cool anyways yeah. what's the question the question is ah, now i'm thinking about orange crush mm -hmm. uh the question is is when was this book written um this book was written judging by the blackness of the cover and the the sort of it was the plague era <laughs> The void that I can just stare into and I can stare into nothingness and everything. This book was mm. written and judging by the gold inlay gently into the spine of the book. Um, this book was written in 1995, which was also the gold inlay year. Yeah. Did that, you know that's that? That's true. Yeah. 95 yeah. gold mm -hmm. inlay year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, golden year. That's when it was written. Okay. Everything and, was uh, inlaid with gold that year. Who do you think this book is for? I always ask you that, but what I mean is who would you recommend this book who, for? Who would, who would I recommend this book to? I would recommend this book to David Bowie. Oh. So he, I bet you he's got it up there with him. He's got it. He's checking it out. And he's... And the reason that I'm recommending it is just so you know where what's happening to the stuff that you sell, David. Right. It's nice to keep a tab on it. Yeah. Yeah. Just so you know, that's kind of like, it's fun. It's like good to get a receipt and that kind of stuff. But you sort of, it's interesting to hear where the story goes. Right. And you want to make sure that it's being taken care of. And you want to make sure that the agreements that you had going into the sale, like really once you sell something, it's sold. But at the same time. Uh, just keeping a little tab on that, right? Yeah, it's nice. It's it's interesting to hear where it goes. Where's mm -hmm. that adventure that it's taking? Um, and speaking of where it goes, uh, we're just saying hi to everyone who's at PodCon this next weekend here. Oh, Wait, right. Yeah. Is that? No, it'll be. We'll have an episode bef before it. Just before Anyways, it. It's happening. We, yeah. PodCon's on the 18th. Uh, or 19th in Seattle. Yeah, yeah. Um, We're so sorry we can't make it. We've gotten so much mail begging us to be there. But um, unfortunately, this year, we just can't make it. We're hoping to be there next year. But thank you for thinking of us. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. It means the we'll world be to there. us. We'll be we there sell it. in spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah. happy birthday, David. You had the world. You still do. And... Uh, Forever, forever and always. You know, I actually got a David Bowie live album for my birthday one year. Yeah. From a dear friend, Colin. And uh, I put it up because, you know, some records you have in your collection. As Jess knows, some records you put on a wall. This record I put 
on my side table. And every morning when I'd wake up, I'd see the words David live and think it said David Lane because that was a kid that went to my high school and kind of was little and blonde. Yeah. And in my half sleeping state, I'd be like, what's David Lane doing? Here? <laughs> what's he doing? Why did he? Get it was a David live. It was David live. Yeah. Why do I own this kid's record? Who yeah. is this? What did um, he do that was so... What did he do that's record worthy? Yeah. He's wearing all white and he looks kind of like David Bowie. Oh, right, right, right. It's my David Bowie live mm. album. So, Jess, I feel like it's starting that time where we wrap up the show, but there is one more thing that I wanted to bring up. Okay. What's, uh, is that all right? That's totally cool. Of course it is. This is as much your podcast as it is our... It's our podcast. It's both we of We are ours. the hostesses. Yes. Hostesses. We're hosts. Hosts. Um, this was most. like kind of the David Bowie podcast where we were saying happy birthday and all of that uh, to our favorite rock star. Mm-hmm. Great rock star. Yes. Um, but uh, Super Dave Osborne also passed away. Uh, Jess has informed me it was a few days ago. It wasn't as soon as I thought. But Super Dave, thank you so much for yeah. all of the great stunts, humorous Fun stunts, the kinds of stuff that you really inspired me. I used to consider myself a stuntman when I was a little girl. I had a little dirt bike that I would ride around and call myself the CC Widowmaker. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. <laughs> and I would just burn rubber and I would be thinking about Super Dave. And um, my father's name was Dave, too. So I think when you're a little girl, you kind of like... I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. No, I love you, very, Super Dave. Very cool. He... Uh, definitely shaped a lot of my childhood watching super dave so i'm definitely gonna do a post about it today uh on the instagram or very soon but um it's just because i want to look at his face but you Mm -hmm. know this world is crazy sometimes we get the chance to live on it sometimes we get the chance to eat it sometimes we have to leave it um but it's all about what you do while you're here that is very very true we are um, a virus with shoes, but we're a little bit more special than that as well. So also that, yeah. um, I'm going to steer us uh, away. We're going to we're going to I'm going to end the show. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and with that, everything must come to an end. Yeah, that's true. Uh, go ahead, um, listen to us on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, um, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. Yeah. The one that Jess likes to leave in the dust. Also, uh, you have been listening to Candace and Jess judge a book by its cover. And uh, as always, I'm Candace. And I am Jess. And I'm gonna cue the outro music. Yeah. Bye, guys.